Welcome on in to High School Hysteria here on ESPN 106.3, your home for all things high school sports. And as we know across the country, Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast is your home for the biggest high school sports stars. I have a special guest for you, Chris Coquel here on High School Hysteria, at Real Coach K on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm for the station, of course, at ESPN Top 63 for all the breaking news from our WPTV station. They're breaking news and videos every single day at ESPN Top 63. I stole someone today from Josh Cohn and the home team. From I called up my buddy Dana White. I said, listen, I need this guy. And that is Dean Thomas, at Dean Thomas on Twitter. Dean, appreciate you joining us here on High School Hysteria. Man, I don't know if I've ever been on this show, and I'm, I'm so happy to be on this show that really – represents high school sports in the area in which I went to. I went to Port St. Lucie High School. So, like, yeah, I'm happy to be here. I don't think we do that enough of that with you. You know, we talk about all the locals who are off doing big things. You recently – what exactly was the title you signed for with UFC? So, um, I signed on as an analyst, a desk analyst, and I'm doing their weigh-in shows. So, um, that's a big yeah, time, it is a, a, big a time big, gig. Yeah. I know you like to downplay yeah. everything you're doing. That's <laughs> yeah. a big time job. Well, especially the job that I have because there's only one of us that does it, and that's just me, the, the coach's commentary. So I sit at cage side with the UFC next to Joe Rogan and the team and, and give them some nuggets that they didn't see. That what you see as a coach, and I appreciate you're better at this job than me too because we are in the coach's corner brought to you by Kaiser University. You know something about Kaiser University. Yes, I do. They have a beautiful residential campus right here in the heart of West Palm Beach on Military Trail. They have an amazing athletic program that has 25 programs that brought home six national titles, 33 regular season championships, and 27 conference titles. From the, from the academic side, you can get your associate's bachelor's and master's degree from a variety of different subjects whether that be criminal justice film sports management technology management or a ton of other fields so check out kaiser university and get more information at kaiseruniversity.edu slash residential there's no better place to be and we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of the of the topic here why i stole you and had you come in then kaiser university calling those playoff football games from their stadium with right next door, you got a driving range, you got a baseball field. You know the flag football team is dominating. They dominate all over the place. We have this golden little nugget of Kaiser University right in our backyard. Yeah, and I was with the cheer squad. They're like their cheer squad is like three time national champions. So like I mean they're just just all around like a hidden gem in the area. And so many of their kids come from Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, like you did. You said you, you went to Port St. Lucie High School. What year did you graduate Port St. Lucie? Oh man, I don't want to uh, age myself, right. but. I'm not 2015. Yeah, (laughs) last year, no, 1994. But to make up for that, my son actually goes to Treasure Coast right now, and he's graduating in two years. So wow, so you're all over the. Uh, Listen, yeah, man. Listen, I'm a representative of the Treasure Coast. Now, is there any fights inside the house? Is there any rivalry between the Jaguars and the Titans? Well, yeah, you know, me and my son, we fight every day over who's better. I'd be like, Jaguars, boy, slap, slap, slap. That's what you got to do. You got to you got to represent. Yeah. Forget family. You yeah, got to represent yeah. well, for your What's more school. important is is the high school that we went to. That's the most important Did thing. Did you play any sports or activity, do any activities at Port St. Lucie? You know what? I did not, and I totally regret that, which is why I think I did what I did after I got out of high school because I tried out for the football team four years in a row, and every year I quit. 
So you, you, yeah, oh, you quit, I huh? quit. I quit football every year, and I regretted that. So then when I started fighting, I said, you know what? I'm not going to quit fighting like I did football. And that's where I'm at now. Dean Thomas here on High School Hysteria. Of course, I have to throw your name out there right after you tell a quitting story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quitting high school football at Port St. Lucie High School. What was it about football that made you quit? Well, you know, it was like the whole team environment. Like, I didn't feel like I fit in with the team. You know, like... I, so, like, as a fighter, I'm, you know, it's a one-on-one sport, so, like, I feel a little bit better. I probably should have wrestled. Mm-hmm. And Port St. Lucie had a, an amazing wrestling team at the time. So I should have wrestled, but I didn't. But um, but just being on that team, like, I just wasn't a team player at the time. And I was, like, ashamed if I did something wrong and I was intimidated. So it really kind of got to me. See, I see my own son going through some of that where he has trouble with team stuff. It's not because he doesn't want other people to shine. It's more of he gets so mad at himself when he does something to let people down. Where I think individual sports may be a better route for him to go just because he feels more comfortable that way. But I don't know besides wrestling what individual sports will really stand out because they don't have MMA. And how did you find MMA? Because it wasn't there in high school. We'll get into that in a minute. No, so like right after I got out of high school, my sister, this is when like the UFC first came out. It was like 1993, but I graduated in 94. So like around that time, I saw a video of the UFC and it was like right then and there at that moment, I said, I have to learn how to do this. Because I was a small guy too. So not only like was I just, I was intimidated by football players, but I was also intimidated by other men. Just they were bigger than me. I was like a hundred pounds in high school. So I said, I have to learn how to defend myself. And then that's how it started. That's awesome. So it was really just out of fear. Yeah, this it was yeah, career, for sure. Like, you know what? Like everything, everything, it, like fear is the greatest motivator you can ever have. Like being afraid like of, of something is a great is a pretty strong motivator. So, so yeah. So what was the first step to get into it though? Cuz yeah, like there's this leap that I keep hearing about you going to high school and then I was like, "All right, well I got into fighting and then I became a one of the bigger fighters in the world and then all of a sudden I became an analyst in the world. How did we get there? Where's the path? Yeah, like <laughs> I just showed up. No, uh no <laughs> so yeah, yeah, there was no one else. <laughs> no, so like at the time there were no there was no place to train to learn how to do this. But there were seminars like the Gracie family and like other fighters would travel and do seminars. And I would look and find out where those seminars were if they were in Florida or anywhere on the East Coast. And I would drive to them and I would learn some stuff. Then I would come back and me and my buddy Paul Rodriguez, who also went to Port St. Lucie High School. He played football there actually all four years. But um, we would train together in my yard. Just okay. me and him. Yeah, just me and him. And now he's still, he actually runs a, a gym in Orlando and coaches a lot of UFC guys now still. But um, it was just me and him and we trained together. And then we started fighting together, you know, throughout Florida and these little in bars. Now, would you fight in bars? Because I've yeah. talked to people like, there's a coach Fitzhugh from Jensen Beach who also did that. He, mm-hmm. I asked him about his fighting career and he's like, well, was, a lot of times it's just me fighting in bars. For yeah, I know him. I know him actually. But yeah, so and I, so yeah, that's what it was. It was like they would set up cages or rings inside bars, and we'd go in there and fight. And that's how it started. And just one thing led to another. The UFC got bigger and bigger and bigger. I got on some reality shows, and next thing I know, I'm what reality shows? Come on, talk I was about. I was on. <laughs> you were on Real uh, yeah. World Five, San Diego. No, I was oh. I was on the Ultimate Fighter season four, the comeback season as a competitor, and then I did the Ultimate Fighter season twenty one as a coach. So like, yeah, it was um. Like, all these little things were just very helpful for me to doing what I'm doing now. So how does one get into it now? Or do you think this is something that athletic directors and administration, I'm sure right off the bat they're going to hear a segment, oh, they're talking about bringing MMA to high school. Fear, insurance, liabilities (laughs) are all going to run through their heads. 
Is MMA something that should be available to high school kids? If not MMA, I do think Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu should be. Now, uh, the guy who I got my black I mean, belt. Like yeah. me, the difference. Yeah, so Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a grappling art. It's very much like wrestling, is that but what submissions. The were doing? Yeah, right, exactly. Because I grew up. I'm yeah. I so it's ninety seven. Yeah. So we're say you're graduate same year as my brother, which you know when you have a brother that age, you kind of feel like you're all lumped together. Yeah, because yeah. I hung with his friends, so I understand that time frame of when they were the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. So the guy who I got my black belt from runs an accredited program at UCF, a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu program. It might be the only one in the country, but that's a start to where it, it's starting to be accepted. And Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a grappling art, very similar to judo or wrestling, but submissions are involved. And they actually, and actually, I think there's a law now where all cops in Michigan or something have to be at least a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because it's so good for your temperament and all these other different things. So when we talk about like martial arts, and I say, yeah, I got into it from fear, but it's really good for students in terms of learning patience, temperament structure and things like that so i recommend it to schools what about like anger issues anger yeah anger management the best athletes in the world that and i say the world because we see the athletes out of south florida are the best athletes in the world they come out they never make it in high school sports because of their tempers they get in trouble in school yeah and that's a big thing too because in martial arts the first thing you learn especially in jiu-jitsu is it's kind of like discipline like there's a hierarchy you know a belt ranking system and you respect the higher belts and you learn that and you learn how to respect older people or people that are above you so of, of course like it really does help with anger issues um just all everything positive that can come out of doing something is it, you can get from doing brazilian jiu-jitsu so now this gets presented to schools. Their first thing is, is it too violent? Would it be that much more violent than a wrestling? Or, hey, guys, I hate to tell you, football's a pretty dangerous sport. It may be the most dangerous of all the sports, and we're rolling those kids out there not only in the fall. And I love football. Anyone who knows me, I'm football meatball all the way. But we're also having them play again in the spring. Is there a way to make it safe for kids to do this kind of combat no, fighting? It's a, it's a lot safer than football. It's, in my opinion, it's a lot safer than wrestling. Because it does start on the ground. Like wrestling, you know, kids are getting thrown down and they're getting pile-drived and landing Land on their on head. The neck roll, yeah, right? exactly. And in jiu-jitsu, you don't do that. You start on the ground. Now, su submissions are involved. But with those submissions, you do have the ability to quit. Now, I have one of my fighters, Jillian Robertson, who graduated from Westwood, fights in the UFC. Now, is tied for the most submissions in, all, in women's MMA. So... She like it was it's it's for me when I saw her compete when I see her competing against grown men twice her size. I mean, do you know what that does for women empowerment? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what that does for women's empowerment is incredible. And I don't know of where you where else you can get that. And just in women's empowerment and just confidence for the person who maybe thinks I have this desire to compete at that level and I'm not sure where to put it but here's a place where I can train with others be with others but also be by myself and compete by myself because like you said you left football because you didn't really feel like the team vibe was there but yet you've been in a sport that you can call it individual but every time I followed your career there's a team attached yeah yeah there was a team attached so then I learned how to embrace that team so like once I got more confidence in myself because that's where it came from I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself once I got that confidence in myself, then I learned how to embrace a team and be a part of a team and then let a team be a part of myself. So then that's what really what it was, was that it taught me the confidence to then be able to share what I do. 
UFC legend. I'm going legend on oh this Oh, my one. goodness. Dean Thomas joining us here on High School Hysteria. More importantly, Port St. Lucie grad. That's the biggest notch on the belt that he went to Port St. Lucie High School, training to one of the top fighters in the world who went to Fort Pierce Westwood. <laughs> We're going to book for next week. Dean doesn't know this yet, but he'll be getting texts from me after the show. <laughs> Jillian, uh, when you see at Real Coach K, follow you on Twitter. It's for you working for free for me and doing a show with me coming up. Um, <laughs> I don't know how you feel about this fight going on this weekend. On my birthday, by the way, happy birthday to me from all the listeners. Oh, happy birthday. I didn't know it was your birthday. June June 6th. Sunday is my birthday. Really? You know, we have parties around this office the day before everyone's birthday. This place is this tumbleweed's flying by. I know. No one even knew it was your birthday. All right. You know, I got you on Monday. All right. Thank you. It's also JMP's birthday, the great Jeremy Marks. We're not worried about him. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about Coach K. Um, I got lost in my birthday. Oh, yeah, the fight. The fight going on this this weekend. weekend. Uh, Floyd Mayweather and one of the which Paul is he fighting? I don't know. Logan Paul. I just found out that there wasn't one; that there was actually two of them. <laughs> I thought they were the same person, right? In the fighting world, in the respectable fighting world, how do people look at that fight? Like, is it something where you're like, "Why are we doing this? What's going on?" All these fights that have been coming up, and now you see guys challenging former UFC guys. Left and right, too, along with boxers. How do you guys feel about it? The real fighters, where you know there's no gimmick, where you know, hey, we're not just going to do this. We're actually going to fight in your world. Well, the real fighters just want these kids to fight other real fighters. That's all we want. So the fact that Logan Paul is fighting Floyd, now we just hope that it's real and that Floyd does not take it easy on him. Are you That's all we about care about. Because they put out the stipulation that no matter what happens, it doesn't count on anyone's record. So. Yeah, but Floyd, like, exactly. So what we can see is just Floyd embarrassing him. And, like, that's all that counts. That's what you want. That's that what we want. We, that's all we want is we want Floyd to just stop him. You know, just sit him down, hit him in the body, have him sit down, and then we'll be happy. We'll be happy with that. And who was the fighter who fought one of the Pauls that was a UFC guy recently? Uh, ben Askren, who's a good friend of mine. He used to actually come down to uh, Jensen Beach and coach at, uh, ben, uh, Jensen Beach with uh, Ben Tomes when Ben Tomes was coaching wrestling there. So Ben Askren, he's a you know Olympian and two-time All-American, four-time finalist, but uh, he's a good friend of mine. I took that as he just took the payday and said whatever. That's what he, exactly. I mean, if you've seen his body, like, he's, he didn't work out at all. And I don't blame him. He came off, he came off hip surgery. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, he, and, and, and he can't box. Like, that's the thing is, like, he's, he's no, he's not known for, not, not only is he not known for striking, he was one of the worst strikers. (laughs) In MMA. But he, I mean, he got a good paycheck. Yeah. And just name notoriety for yeah. future yeah. things that he I mean, does. He just, I mean, he made probably a half a million dollars to hey, just go out there. Dean, I'm going to tell you a little secret. Someone offers me a half million dollars to fight you, you can embarrass me up and down, <laughs> US1, all you just, want. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I don't, but you know, for me, like as a fighter, I don't, I don't know if I would have did that for, you know, against, because, against that kid. You know, I guess it's different. Me, yeah. who as a yeah. former math teacher turned radio yeah. dope, <laughs> I'll take the half yeah. million. I don't like if, if they were like, all right, you get to fight, you know, Mike Tyson for a half a million. I'm like, all right, I'm in. But like, there's no shame in. Yeah, there's no shame in that. But like, I don't Mike. know. I couldn't. I couldn't lose to Logan Paul. Would you, or, or Jake Paul? Would you lose? I don't know. I mean, they they actually could fight a little bit. This time, they actually do put in the work. Yeah, right? I, yeah, they, they they put in the work. But well, Jake Paul is fighting one of my fighters coming up. 
So Tyron Woodley. Yeah. I didn't, I don't know if we was going to get into that, but like you know, mine as well. Now I already brought it up. Yeah, huh? now that you, I yeah. was waiting for you. I didn't know if I yeah. was supposed no, to. No, yeah, up. yeah. So you know, Jake Paul is fighting one of the guys that I've been training with for like the last fifteen years, and that's uh, Tyron Woodley. He's the former welterweight champion of UFC. Just uh, got out of the UFC and. He's fighting Jake Paul somehow. So is he going to let up, or you think he's coming to win? No, he's coming to win. No, there is no, there is no way Tyron Woodley allows that kid to beat him. <laughs> we will see. Yeah, there's. I mean, if he beats Tyron, then he he he's going to have to just beat him. But there's no At way. At point, he's got to get into like. And I hate to call these fights not real fights, but they just feel so gimmicky that he's got to get into like real, real fighting at that point, right? Well, yeah. I mean, he's got. I mean, he's. I mean, but Tyron Woodley. He, although he did wrestle at the University of Missouri, he can box. He's been boxing for the last thirteen years, so he can box. So I mean, it'll be interesting. I mean, he's a little undersized, but you know, he's going to hit this kid if really hard. If the Pauls win somehow these next two fights, I'm calling for it. Dean Thomas is going to be the superhero we need. To stop them. That's no, what it's be. if the Paul brothers win the next two fights, I'm going to go train with them. I'm, I want to do what they're doing. <laughs> However, they yeah, what, what, bring all yeah, your fighters to yeah, the Paul house. Yeah, whatever they're doing, I'm hanging out with them if they win these next two fights. Well, Dean, I appreciate you hanging out with us here on High School Hysteria. We got a more show with you. We're going from a big star like Dean Thomas to Brian McLovin Rose. Yeah, Brian. Next segment from WPTV. Big news coming out of our Top 63 event which, of course, is you know one of our mainstays of high school sports. Brian's going to give you guys some a little bit of insight. He's going to dabble some little crumbs of what's coming up at the big Top 63 event. Of course, follow Dean on Twitter, at Dean Thomas. Dean, Lover and a Fighter podcast. Everybody's got to subscribe to that. Yeah, subscribe to the Lover and a Fighter podcast. as me and Josh Cohen. It's like 15 minutes we just talk about fighting. So, it's a, yeah, it's dynamite. So make sure you all check that out. And, of course, Josh Cohen and the home team, make sure you are following that podcast as well. And, of course, Ken Levicka Live featuring Coquel, High School Hysteria podcast, the Evan Cohen Show podcast. The great thing about your content at ESPN West Palm, you can have it whenever, wherever you want. Just subscribe to all the podcasts. More show next right here on ESPN 106.3.